0: welcome to the autonomous vehicle daily tech podcast my name is hassan akram i am the host of the autonomous vehicle safety and security podcast this is my second podcast and in this podcast we will be broadcasting focused discussion on technical subject matter enjoy the podcast and thank you so much for listening right now i'm actually working on a book uh it's more uh around autonomous cars. There is a chapter I'm working on right now, which is ethical chapter. And uh, certainly the question comes like millions of Uber drivers, truck drivers, taxi drivers are going to be replaced by a software. What will happen to them? And the interesting point you just mentioned that there is a shortage of it. Now, you mentioned in your industry, there's like 6.5 million only in the United States, right? So now what do you think? Let's talk a little bit about it since this, this came up. I really love your argument that the, the, you're saying that we have a shortage of labor. I mean, human being, they don't want to do the repetitive task. Like we need robots for augmentation. That's a fantastic argument. I love it. What will actually happen to when those people who are working in these field, be it in uh, 6, 6.5 million, you gave example, or the Uber drivers, truck drivers, taxi drivers, what do you think would be the, really the consequence of it? I think
1: that the the planet is structured around value. Now, will those Uber drivers ever truly get replaced? I think is questionable. Not because of the, not only because of the difficulty of the problem of vehicular autonomy in public roads, but also value. Now, what I mean by that is. Let's try to give you some really good examples. I'll give you two. If you think of a shuttle bus, which makes a circuit around an airport, right, goes to the parking lot to the airport and back, it seemed like a no-brainer that you can save cost by replacing the driver with a robotic machine. And it seems obvious. Now, um, a friend of mine who's a CTO at one of these shuttle companies uh, said he gave up on it. And I asked him why. It, was, it surprised me. I thought it was really exciting. He says, look, when you get into it deeper, you realize that, yes, you are saving $15 to $20 an hour on the bus driver. On the one side, you're increasing the cost of the machine probably by fifty dollars to $100,000 because of the sensors, the software, the development effort, which you have to load on every machine. So there's a cost. So the return on investment is low, but more importantly, it says when they did trials, they found that, let's say you're an old person and you come up to the shuttle bus. A driver is a human being. Even if it's not in his job description, he'll jump out and help that passenger load the luggage onto the bus. A robot doesn't do it. And there's this hidden value in some tasks where human beings just routinely can do something which is not in their job description, whereas a robot cannot. So the spot welding machine is a great example where the robot can do 100% of its task. Moving material in a factory, you can hitch and it goes delivers. It does 100% of the task. Driving a shuttle bus, it does, the robot does not do 100% of the real task, which includes the human interface of helping an old person move their luggage on. In the Uber driver case, this example goes further. The Uber driver takes the car home, he parks it in his garage. You don't need to pay him for parking. You don't need to pay him for cleaning the car. You don't need to pay him for taking it off for maintenance. Now, the industry is comparing the cost of that driver at $15 or $20 an hour to the cost of the robot. But there's all these hidden uh, costs which I I'm not sure have been fully factored in, and when you put that together with the complexity of driving on open roads, where there are children, dogs, et cetera, et cetera, I have a feeling that vehicular autonomy is far away. (laughs)